it's a client that views advisors like myself in a way that it, we provide value, that we've come to the table, they're used to listening to it, maybe not always acting on it. Because sometimes you hear great ideas and mm. you say, listen, I can't act on all that or I'm not going to. There's this you don't know, <laughs> right? And so I, can, I respect that. I mean, people make decisions and sometimes that decision isn't to come my way, it's to go their way or to go a different way. Very good with that, but at least to be considered. The best client that we have is somebody who views us as a valued advisor at the table and at least considers what we're saying. We do a lot of work for people who need to check the box, mm -hmm. who need to do something for what I would say more of a regulatory piece, where they need to do a purchase price allocation or they need to do a goodwill impairment or something of that nature. And I get it. I mean, I know my role, but that doesn't stop me from trying to add value in the process. Welcome to the Who You Know Job Networking Show, where what you know is important, but who you know can make all the difference in your business, career, relationships, and life. We're here today at Video Marketing World, and this episode is brought to you by Real News PR, and I'm super excited to be interviewing Jeffrey Brewster in the house, and he's actually a managing director and a business valuation expert, and he's joining us today, so if everybody can give a warm welcome for... Uh, Jeffrey! Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Man, we appreciate you being here, and I want to talk to you about this because, um, well, first of all, what are you doing at this conference? What are you doing here? I am trying to expand my horizons and get comfortable in the uncomfortable area of maybe doing video marketing. Mm, comfortable with the uncomfortable. I like that. I'm going to give you a mic drop for that. <laughs> He's hitting it right off the bat with the mic drops, y'all. Just saying. Okay, so um, tell us about what you do and what are some things things that maybe you're going to take away from this conference that you're going to apply and take action on that are going to put you in that uncomfortable zone? Wow. All right. So I'm already uncomfortable with that question. I'm in the <laughs> uncomfortable zone. No, I'm teasing. Um, so in the, in the business valuation space, I mean, I tell people I've got the best job, just simply got the best job in the world. Um, as an NBA, you get to use virtually everything you've learned as an MBA and through your undergrad and in, in a daily basis, you know, that, that business law course that you thought, Oh my gosh, I'll, I'm not going to be an attorney. I want to do something else other than be. And then all of a sudden you find yourself an expert witness testimony and you're in court. You're like, wow, I should have taken more business law courses. Uh, and you're going, Oh, that little, that crazy thing in that accounting footnote that nobody will ever, how come I use that four times a week now? Mm. So, disclaimers and all kinds of stuff oh footnotes i mean who who reads footnotes you get these annual reports and you and you scroll through the and you go hey and I, I should probably pay attention to that footnote who says that nobody and then all of a sudden you're like you're looking at going i should read the footnotes and then you're you're sending stuff out that the footnotes matter to your clients mm. so i tell people boy if you want to use every bit of education that you've ever paid for become a business valuation specialist Mm, okay. Well, talk to us about business valuation because, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing this as like on Shark Tank, you know, how they come out and they're like, hey, my, my business is 
this is that what you're doing essentially great example okay uh, that's one aspect of it okay so there's many lanes and if you will there's many streams that turns into rivers that turn into an ocean mm. okay um shark tank might be the ocean i think the analogy plays right shark ocean okay so that is a great spot where you're going okay i've got this business valuation that now i'm going to allow other investors i.e sharks in this case into my ownership structure. Right. Well, you, that's one That's one reason for a business valuation. You may have a plethora of other reasons for What are some valuation. other reasons? Like loans, maybe? Could be. Uh, I'll tell you what the most common is. Okay. And that is for tax purposes. Oh, okay. Estate yeah. tax planning. So you have a business that you've done extremely successful with. Mm. And now you want to pass that on or transfer that on to the next generation in a way that won't produce oh. this massive estate tax estate taxes Correct. yes so it's also another way of passing that on to the legacy so you have a family member that you really want to have as the next set of owners to carry on that legacy of the business great way oh well, we got to get a business valuation mm. why do you want to do that well i may want to let you buy in Little half a loaf thing going. You buy half the loaf. I buy half the loaf. Now you got skin in the game. I got skin in the game. We're both moving forward. Ah. So so let me ask you this. I, I want to go back because you said something. So in a in a case where it's an inheritance. Yes. Right. A business. You're inheriting a business from let's say your your father passes away. You get in this business. Like, if that evaluation wasn't done, is that really going to hurt? The, the person who's inheriting it and potentially cost them a lot in estate taxes and things like that. Walk, walk me through that. Okay, so uh, you're going to hear me talk about fact patterns a lot. Okay. And so that fact pattern that you just laid out for me here, yeah. um, in that case, I'm going to have to ask questions. Like a good MBA student, it depends. <laughs> okay, right? all right. It depends on the, on the dollar amount. Like right now, if, right. If, you're, if you're sitting there and you're the only surviving spouse and it's a business that's over $21 million and you're trying to pass this on, oh, guess what? Yes. Yeah, you're going to have it. it. But if it's a, it. a small you know, painting business worth you know, a half a million bucks... Correct. Probably not. We call that under the threshold. Right. So if you get it under the threshold... But here's the interesting so, part. Well, so w when should someone come see you then? Should they come see you early or yes. should they come wait until they maybe get to a higher valuation? Yeah, because we're just talking about right now that that $21 million threshold. Right. right. You never know when it's going to pop. Okay. And, and I'm going to add one more thing to that. Yeah. That value of that business is also added on to the rest of the value of your estate because, you know, if, you know, real estate uh, right here in the North Texas area. Yeah, it's kind of gone up a little bit. Right. You know, I'm saying being very facetious. It's yeah. gone up a lot. Yeah. Um, and the next thing you know, you've got some property that's very valuable. That becomes part of your taxable estate. That lake house, that business, that start adding it up. And pretty soon, that $21 million number doesn't seem as high as what it used to. Mm. So that's why you do get calls and you're like, listen, the, the value of the business could push us over that number. Right. So we need to know. What's your ideal client? Like, who are you looking for? Let me ask you this. If you had to paint that avatar for me and you're like, this is, this is where the money is for me. This is my ideal client that I get to serve. What does that person look like for you? Yeah, it's a client that views advisors like myself in a way that it, we provide value. 
that we we come to the table they're used to listening to it maybe not always acting on it because sometimes you hear great ideas and mm. you say listen i can't i act on all that or i'm not going to um there's this you don't <laughs> know right um and so i can, i respect that i mean people make decisions and sometimes that decision isn't to come my way it's to go their way or to go a different way very good with that but at least to be considered the best client that we have is somebody who views us as a valued advisor at the table and at least considers what we're saying. Um, we do a lot of work for people who need to check the box, mm. who need to do something for what I would say more of a, a you know, regulatory piece. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, regulations, yeah. yeah. Yeah, financial reporting where they need to do a purchase price allocation or they need to do a goodwill impairment or something of that nature. And I get it. I mean, I know my role, but that doesn't stop me from trying to add value in the process. What do you think is um, some of the biggest mistakes that people make? What are some of the things that you've seen, you know, as you go through your processes that people are, are, are they just ignoring this and they're not looking at it? Or what are, what are some of the big mistakes you see? Yeah, so great question. And what I would say is that a lot of times people will look at owners, business owners will get an un realistic view of their business because they're in it mm. right i mean you remember we you know that the, it's a, their baby yes yeah oh, they absolutely. all like like oh my gosh like my business is not worth nothing but guess what i love it so dang much i'm so attached yes right yes um i, I tell the story that i had a, i had a client come to me one time and they said yeah well the business is worth seven million dollars mm. i said okay and we were actually looking at making an investment in it personally i'm like yeah i'm running the numbers and i'm looking i'm like how do you how do you get to test seven million dollars? I said, and, you know, I didn't want to be you know terribly yeah, 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 rude yeah. about it because this was his baby, and he says, "Well, that's what I need to retire on." I'm like, oh, wow, I don't, that's really not a valuation <laughs> methodology. That's interesting. That's pretty interesting. A lot I gotta of at least give are, that guy credit for trying. <laughs> but I'm telling you, a lot of people are making that. That's their valuation need, methodology. Yeah. What do I need? That's what I got to sell it for. Oh, um, cash flow. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's this great quote. Uh, actually, it's a whole poem that's out on the it's out on the internet, and uh, it's Edgar Allan Poe. It's done to that cadence, but it's instead of the Raven, it's quoth the banker evermore, cash flow, cash flow, baby. Hey, you know what? Speaking of cash flow, there we go. Woo, let's go, <laughs> cash flow. Um, okay, so talk to me about cash flow. Okay, how important is cash flow to uh, a business evaluation, right? That there's maybe residual income coming in the door, or, or is that even a factor in two evaluations as far as the the internal cash flow it, of the business? It is okay. It 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 is the absolute crux to the business. Value. Oh, really? Okay, absolutely. A lot of people. I mean, listen. I grew up with the internet. I tell people I I was taking an a internet class. Before we even, I mean, you know, the, you know, you know, <laughs> dial up, the, the dial up, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was in telecommunications before that was ever a thing. They were telling me about the internet and I was like, this is crazy, but this could be something. And so I watched this. So back in the day, we were literally valuing companies based on eyeballs. Mm. Okay. And then this dot com crash. So we all know how that worked out, right? Now, cash flow. I mean, there's actually, it's called a discounted cash flow method. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and when you hear, well, what was your multiple? You, you're, you're, at a, you're at a party and somebody sold their company and they're like, well, what was your multiple? They're t asking you a multiple of EBITDA. 
earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. Golly, I don't know what I don't know. Say that again. Earnings before <laughs> interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. And I've been financial services, y'all. This, this guy used the EBITDA. Is that what you said? You can, or unless you like the Fred Flintstone version, which is EBITDA-ba-doo. EBITDA-ba-doo. Guys, y'all, you need to know your EBITDA-ba-doos. If you don't know your EBITDA-ba-doos, you can get out, okay? <laughs> I love that. So and what this is, though, they call it a proxy for cash flow. Okay. Because we're just too <clears throat> lazy to get to the cash flow number. A mm. little bit of an insight on that one. <laughs> so, okay, you also have a couple of uh, offers for the audience that you would like to, to talk to them about. Tell yeah. me about what, what you got going on. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that we do, is just give me a call, contact me, whatever method you want, and I will sit down with you and we'll do a valuation gap analysis. Remember okay, I was what, telling you the pizza company story? I need $7 million, but what's my company really worth? So the gap analysis. So, so what, yeah, what do you need? What are you, what are you trying? What's your design? And what's the, what is it really worth? Right. Right. Okay, yeah. so that's good. Um, and what else? Yeah, so I have a tremendous network. I have some great people who have poured into me, and you'll be doing me at just a fantastic favor to allow me to figure out how to help you oh man okay now you're speaking my language this is all about who you know and uh he's offering up his network guys and he's serving i love that thank you for doing that i appreciate that yeah well it's actually it's a blessing to me so that's how i look at it man that's so cool uh what's the best way for the audience to connect with you yeah so get my cell phone 469-394-1448 you can text me there call me there uh, if and please leave a voicemail if it if it you know rolls and I don't get to it, but I would love to talk to you and I will make I will make time to get there. And make sure you let them know who you know. You know what I'm saying in That's your right. voicemail. Let them know where it came from. Where did you Where did you get this message? Where did you get those digits, y'all? He's putting his digits out there on the social networks and it's floating around everywhere. So listen, blow him up. Let him know where you heard him from. Let him know what was your favorite mic drop moment on the Who You Know Job Networking Show, guys. Thank you so much. It's all about cash flow. That's the show. Absolutely. It's all about. Who ya know? This kind of cash flow. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Who You Know Show podcast. My name is Trevor Houston, and if you've enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing wherever you listen and leave us a positive review to help us keep the mics on in the studio. Until next week, that's the show. It's all about who you know. Who you know?